Hi, Hi. friends. Hi. <laughs> Can you take this seriously? This is a perfect start. Okay. Um, all right. So we are here at Amanda's, and um, we are kicking off a totally different podcast. We're starting from a round up. We're starting at zero followers on all of the social for this. We're Love actually it. really excited at this stage to start completely over. At least I am for yeah. your marketing person. Um, very excited to start over. Um, so the whole point of this is um, it's called Follow Her Lead, and it's for female leaders and really just stepping into that that arena of going into a leadership position, getting over your imposter syndrome, and how to be a badass CEO. Um, so I'm here to just talk over her because I am her marketing girly. <laughs> Um, not just my marketing girly. You're one of my biggest supporters. Yeah, basically. She's I am her life partner. Um, <laughs> and she is getting married to somebody else, which is weird because I am her life partner, but it's fine. She's a little jealous. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit upset about it. But I am also married and have three children. So um, it's fine. But okay, so really, truly, let's just tell our history real fast. So yeah. I am your CMO. Yes. But you hired me like six years ago, employee mm-hmm. number five, as like a marketing director. Yes. And after like two months, you're like, oh, that was a mistake. You definitely need to be higher up than just marketing director. For sure. Um, but we did meet in a book club. So I was not quite sure what your level of skills was <laughs> just yet. That's true. I knew she liked books. That was about it. And I was like, I need her in my life. You liked my vibe. And yes. you kept just asking, like, so it was Amanda's book club that she ran out of the celebration office yep. when it was like four employees just in this tiny little, like, one room schoolhouse yes. office that she had in celebration. And I got invited to it somehow in like a networking group. And um, she started, like, after a couple of times, I noticed she started to like ask me, like, interview questions, like, only targeted at me. Um, like very specific, like, and what would you do if you were in charge of marketing and your goal was blah, 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 blah. And I was yeah. like, that's pretty intense and nothing to do with the book, but this is what I would do. Yes. And then one day she was just like, Hey, um, you seem like you shouldn't work at where you're working anymore and you should come work yeah. for me. Basically and, put her under the spell. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, wow, she's really cool. I like her vibe. She gave me the, this was before the confetti. She told me exactly what she wanted and what mm-hmm. she needed someone to come in and do. And I just like bought into the vision so quickly. And I yep. was like, yes. Let's she also it. did give me four glasses of wine. And then I signed some weird piece yeah. of paper um, at the bar. So I don't really know what my contract said. Yeah. I think it was like I sold my soul to her. I don't know. Well, most most of my hires have been alcohol induced yes. for some reason. But you are very go by the vibe. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah. you very much find um, personality. Love personality. And then you yes. figure out where they fit in. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes you're like, no, that's actually not the job for you anymore. This is what we're going to do instead. I really see this, um, which is awesome because I now, as I have my own team um, as CMO, I have two people underneath me. I definitely just had that moment in my own team um, a couple weeks ago where I was I like, that. I have found where you fit and where you fit. And this is like, this is the lane you're in. This is the lane you're in. This is where we all intersect. This is where I'm going to work with you on this. I'm working with you on this. And it has been a game changer in my department. I love it. Um, so I definitely encourage everybody to go off of personality. And yes. Well, that's one of my favorite things about being a leader. And probably the thing that has helped me the most is I do feel like I have this ability to see more in somebody else than they, they see in themselves. And I push people a lot. You know, I push them. You You're know, a pusher. I'm a pusher to the max, but it's all, you know, just for them to be better. It's not, you know, a selfish thing that I need things done or in a certain time. It's like I know that they can do it. And sometimes they don't even know they can do it. Um, and a lot of times, you know, we've hired people where they thought they wanted to do one position. I'm like, you're you're going to hate it. 
And I already know, like, I already know. And, you know, the, but I give them the opportunity to do it. And they're like, okay, you were right. I definitely should be working in this position or shift to this. But I think just leaning into people's personalities, that's what we do best at Celebration and building positions around them and not having such a box of this is what your job is and this is exactly what you have to do. All right, so let's take it back to when we first started. Okay. You started as a one-woman shop, which is kind of crazy when you think about that. You Wild. had like a you had like a stable like nine to five. You were a single mom, yeah. And then you were like, I think that what we're doing is the wrong way, <laughs> and I think there should be more celebrating in this whole thing because it was very yeah. like. It could be very stiff and like lawyery feeling to for it. Sure. Um, and so you saw this other path for yourself. And as a single mom, um, I also at one point in life was a single mom too. So I can understand like that is really ballsy to give up like a stable anything that had like benefits and go off on your own. So yeah. what was the confidence that you had to do oh that? Like what were, you, what were you thinking really, truly? I mean, oh, it worked out, which is great. It did work out. But that thankfully. was pretty crazy. Why, why did you do it? It was wild. I mean, honestly, I think that the biggest thing was, you know, I got to a point where it was almost desperation, where I was working in an industry um, that I love so much and I just had all of these ideas and I was constantly working for other people and giving them ideas and they would just kind of be like, okay, just go do closings, right? We don't need any of that. Like it's working the way it is, you know, like that whole like don't change that, don't fix it if it's not broken kind of thing. And I kind of got frustrated. I'm like, gosh, I really want to do more. You know, I would be in the closing room and I would do extra little things for my clients and they loved it. And I'm like, gosh, it's so, so simple to see that people truly want to feel celebrated during that moment. Um, but, you know, I got to a point where it was like summer of right before I opened, you know, summer of 2015. And my oldest son was diagnosed with type one diabetes. And that was like the moment I realized of, I just got to go after something because, you know, I definitely can't be leaning on just a nine to five. I need to be pushing further. I need to set an example. Um, I know there's going to be additional expenses coming into my household that I'm probably not going to be able to afford if I don't do something bigger. So, you know, I just took the leap of faith. Um, I wouldn't say I just quit my nine to five. I, you know, ended up being a realtor and was working seven days a week, you know, trying to make extra money while building the business at the same time. So, you know, within that first year, I did work in real estate still full time and trying to build the business full time at the same time. So it was a lot of grind um, during that first year, but it was just a matter of, okay, I got to a point where I was just tired. You know, like sometimes you just have that moment, that breakthrough where you're like, just enough is enough. Mm -hmm. I think that something is so important to not gloss over is also, What's interesting to me that no one knows about besides like our OG me, <laughs> I know about it, um, was that when you very when you first started, it was Celebration Title Group and the name was kind of just because that's where you were and you had this hideous logo. It was and, bad. <laughs> um, you started in like a different area, you did something completely different and you actually had to buy out the, the people. I won't go into the actual yeah. details, um, but you started and you had to buy people out and you were like, this is not it. This is not the way that I envisioned this. Yeah. And you changed the whole vision. You rebranded, you started over again from basically that ground zero after yeah. like going into it for what, six months. Um, yeah, it was already a, in a little over six months, maybe six to eight months. But you know, again, I think it goes back to, I never thought I would have this huge company. Like that was not the idea at all. I was like, okay, I just going to, 
Um, I have a bunch of agents that really love working with me as their closer. And they're like, if you ever left, we'd come with you. And I'm like, okay, you know, so I get a little 10 by 10 office working directly with a broker and was like, cool, I'm going to do like eight or 10 closings a month. And I'm just going to, you know, be my own boss and have my own schedule. And this is going to be great. Right. I never thought about branding. I never thought about like, I didn't know anything about building a business, even though I have a business degree, but they don't teach you that kind of stuff really in school. And I never thought about how important marketing and branding was um, until, you know, I really like when I rebranded and when I met you after, shortly after that, and I was like, I have this vision, you know, I feel like if we can do this, like it's really going to take off. And um, I think that that was the next step of like really believing in myself because when I first started, I wouldn't say that I had this like super confidence of being like, oh, this is going to work. Because again, I was like playing small. I was like, I just need eight closings a month and, you know, I'm going to do great. And, you know, I only need like one assistant and it'll be super easy. And um, I think that was like my next breakthrough where I was like, God, I'm playing so small. You know, I'm just like doing this little tiny office where I have this opportunity to really create a movement within an industry that's desperate for one. And um, I think that was like my next breakthrough. I had a little bit of confidence that was like building up because it was working, right? We were making money. I was starting to get closings. I was having to like turn people away. I'm like, I'm not ready. I have no systems. I don't even know what systems are, um, but I'm trying to put them in place. The closings are coming too fast. But I think that was my next breakthrough when I was like, gosh, I just need to go after my dream of really building something that's truly about celebrating. And that was one of the hardest points is kind of letting go of, being the only salesperson doing the closings, the salesperson, everything. And I hired my first salesperson right after that transition. I'm like, I'm just going to go for it. Like I have to. Mm -hmm. I think that's so important too. Like that's the make it or break it for so many people, entrepreneurs where that redirect, like seeing that, like some people would have been discouraged or like too scared to like, well, I'm already into it six months. I already have some branding. I have like the big logo on the door or whatever. And like too afraid to shift it. And that shift was everything because that oh, yeah. rebrand and making it so. And I remember because when I came on, I was like employee number like five and you were just this one office. Yeah. You were starting to expand. You had like a, you were renting like a little desk. Like I made up different. your title. I'm like director of yeah. marketing or like I marketing saw, manager. And I, I, was like, I was like, God, this is so fancy. The director of marketing. And it was just me in the department. Like there was no, I was not over anybody else. There was like four people in the whole office. And I was like, I am the director. So respect I'm me. so like anti-titles. I was like, if you oh, want to be titles. CEO, like you'd have it. I don't even care. <laughs> I like taking you up on that you when you offer Yeah, you should have um, done it six years But ago. I remember people being like, wow, you're going to drive all the way out to celebration. I was like, oh no, 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 honey. This is not the low location this is the vibe like yes. we are a celebration and it took a while for people to get out of that mindset yes. of like because being in Orlando celebration Florida is where Disney is and people thinking like oh celebration you guys are way out there and I was like no we are a celebration yes and once we connected the confetti and really leaned into that like everything with their branding it's yes. our branding that is stuck and it's so funny when we walk into like that big event that we went to um, a couple years ago and there was like confetti and everybody thought that we like sponsored the oh, whole yeah. thing and we were like no that's just a coincidence but well, thanks I for love it I love it our agents get so mad when other people use confetti now like mm -hmm. they're like send it to us and uh, or even use the word celebration like we don't own the word but yeah. they're like oh, they're saying celebration or they're saying they're celebrate. we're celebrating like, today I'm like, okay oh. but I I truly love that but I also love the fact that I feel like we have created an amazing movement in title where they do deserve to be celebrated and people are and title companies are having to push a little bit harder to 
truly celebrate clients, you know, and truly become a customer service industry, which we were missing for so long. Okay, so I'm going to redirect our conversation right now. So, um, all right, so that's a little bit of our history, like where we started, where we came from. Um, obviously, we're OGs together. Um, I did take a couple years off and came back to you. Um, Thank God. <laughs> I missed you too. I did freelance and no one really knew, but I did freelance and I want to say that she I did designed work all the t-shirts while I was gone for she two years. She did work on some stuff on the back end, worked on Bobby's Bandits, on our we uh, charity. We never fully disclosed had, that. Yeah, we never fully had a full break. Um, I still did some freelance even though I had two babies. And I was like in my house doing the stay at home of things, still working. Um, but okay, so that all of that aside, is important things that are important to know. Two kids, she yes. was a single mom when this started. Um, two kids, one just graduated. Congratulations Thank in college. You. The other one in high school, so driving. Sad. There's a car out there that's his. What? So weird. Um, so weird. So knowing that knowing that you were a single mom and that you did this well, being a mom and being an active mom, because this is something that I really, really strive to be. I have three children, and my biggest thing is I want to have this powerful, badass career, and I want to really make an impact. But I also want to be home with my kids. Like I yeah. don't want to miss anything. And I remember I talked to someone recently, like a coach. I was trying to find a new coach. And they were like, well, you can't have it all. And I was like, absolutely not. I don't subscribe yeah. to that. I can't have it all. Like, I will denied. have it all. You are not my coach. <laughs> like, you're fired on the spot. I'm never coming back here. I was like, I hate that whole vibe. Yeah. So I think that's one thing that I would love for this podcast to really cover is showing women, like, stop trying to play small and don't play, like, don't, just don't accept it. Don't yeah. accept when someone tells you that you can't also have kids, be a mom, have a family, get engaged, have a happy marriage. Yeah. And have an awesome career because you can have both. Yeah. And we all need to get over our imposter syndrome. 100%. You don't need to know every single thing up front. You will find people along the way that you'll attract that will help you grow. Yeah. Um, and I really want you to lean into there's so much that happened from day one to where we are now. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy to look at you and look at your life and look at the success and just think, oh, how annoying. When like they didn't see you, like yeah. I saw it yeah. throughout it of like the tears and the literally being at the office on 930 because the light was like going out. We needed to fix oh it gosh. before the next day. Otherwise, we could have closings and all the things that have happened. So no, this no ink just printers go out of ink and you're like there you can't buy them anywhere <laughs> like the best one for me is we had a grand opening scheduled and the furniture did not come in until two hours before the grand opening so oh, we were sitting in an God. office ready for all these people who had rsvp to come and show off our brand new office and there was not one chair assembled and we had two hours to rugs everything and the, we figured it out we took off those heels we ran around like a crazy person. It flooded three times that first week in that office. But anyways, all that's to say. I know. Is, I was about to say the flood. That was amazing flood. too. Oh, the flood. There's so many things. There's so, so many, many things. And it was an amazing journey. But now you, the great thing about being where you are in your career is that you can really step back and you've done a lot of personal training. You've done a lot of coaching and you, not everybody has access to that kind of education. Yeah. Where now you're going to sit here and you're going to just down to earth, tell everybody kind of the other side of the story of yeah. all the stuff they didn't see, the anti glam part yes. of CEO. the relaxed part the barefoot stories yeah. like where the you can just lights getting turned off all the things that happen that no one ever wants to talk about that it's so normal and these the path that you take so yeah. that's really what follow her lead was built out of Absolutely. and I'm really excited to see you just kind of like break down the walls yes. and really let people in yeah and I want to thank you for like really opening me up to that because I've had such a great growth year you know, I we're about to celebrate eight years at celebration. Ooh. So on February 16th, such a big day. But I'll tell you, like just in the last year is probably when I've been able to, okay, take a step back. I have a perfect leadership team. I have like people in place. I have things that 
are just functioning and operating. And then sometimes when I put my hands in it, it messes up. So, yeah, please um, stay away. you know, I've finally been able to, you know, not, not necessarily stay away, but be able to focus on the bigger things. And I think going back to what you said about having a family, you know, that was really important to me with the boys, you know, their dad is active in their life. So obviously, you know, we, we shared time. So I had some downtime when they weren't with me and I just used that time so much where I really, really pushed myself and would, you know, work through the night. I'd, you know, constantly any ideas or things I'd always be brainstorming, but you know, I, I still always put them first and their schedule, but I also didn't over promise to them. So I think that's something as moms, you know, I couldn't be at every game, you know, and I couldn't, it just wasn't physically possible for me to do all the time, but I would, you know, give them something else to look forward to. So I didn't ever take away from them, right? They still played sports. They still had, you know, they're involved in a ton of things. Um, but you have to have, you know, that conversation with your kids. And it's funny because, um, you know, Alex, he's 50 or he's 16, but he can't drive until May. That's a whole other story because he's, he didn't want to get his license too soon. He's, he's funny, but, um, you know, our conversations on the way to school are so funny anymore. And just the other day, you know, he was talking, we were talking about the offices and he's constantly asking me about my business. And I think that's like one of, one of my favorite things now, cause he's just, you can see he's just so proud. And, um, he was asking me something about when they were little and, we were talking about, you know, how I used to work all the time, but I would get them involved. You know, I would like share with them what I was doing or, you know, if we're sitting on the couch and I'm having to work, I would share it with them or, um, you know, share a story with them about, you know, yeah, you have a soccer game on Saturday, but grandpa's going to take you because mom has to do this. But, you know, again, mom's not going to be working this hard forever. You know, we're going to be able to have that time. And um, we were just having that conversation the other day driving to school and he, you know, and I'm picking him up from school now. And, you know, before I would never be able to do that. And I feel like I'm getting such good years with him now. So I think the biggest advice that I could give women is that don't feel like there's a ton of pressure to do it the whole time, right? You know, all their 18 years that they're with you, but having those conversations with them is like, mom's going to work really hard for a couple of years so that I can really focus on you for the next few years. So it's like giving them something to look forward to. And then I always am telling the boys, like, thank you so much for being patient with mom while I was growing the business. And, you know, even Alex the other day, he's like, I'm, he always tells me, like, I'm so proud of you, you know, and he wouldn't ever have been able to see that if he didn't see me working hard. So sometimes when they see you working hard and, and you're pushing through the night and you're having to travel or do whatever, you know, remember too, when they get older, you're setting a really good example as well. So, you know, sometimes when you're missing that one baseball game or something, and it, it is heartbreaking because I, I feel like every game I miss, they did something amazing. So it was actually like an ongoing joke. They're like, mom, don't come to our game because I, I want to like have that home run. <laughs> when you weren't there. Um, so we just kind of, you know, played and made fun of it, but, um, just don't be so hard on yourself. Give yourself grace and understand that you are building a foundation of, um, showing them who you are too. And as if you're still showing up, right, if you're cooking dinner three nights out of the week and not seven, it's not really that big of a deal. 
everybody loves Uber Eats. Let's be honest. Yeah, let's be honest. Yeah. The kids don't even like her cooking. I get ripped. Yeah. I try so hard, and every single time they're like, mm. my toddlers are like, oh, this is yucky. And I'm like, okay, well, you're just two. So what do you know? And then the teenagers, teenagers like, this is not great. And then yeah. I'm like, well, you're 14. What do you know? And then my husband's well, like, you cook this dinner. is awful, yeah. not great. And I'm like, okay, I'm leaving. I'm going to go to Well, Red when they're Robin. teenagers, too, you cook dinner, they eat it, and then two hours later, they, they want, want to order, order yeah. food. Like, like, is there another, another meal? And I'm like, okay, I might as well just have like because I'm trying not to cook for an army which is basically what my mom taught me when we were young she like cooks for an entire army at night and so I'm like trying to figure out portions um <laughs> which is a very interesting coming from a southern family we don't uh -huh. do portions very well um but I also don't love leftovers either I know it's really bad to say I'm not a leftover eater oh you're not oh I always, no. I'm I'm pretty good I bring them for lunch a lot like do I'll you? like purposely like if I have leftover chicken I'm like prep it for a salad or I don't know what it is I'm just not a leftover from the midwest okay. you, don't left, you don't get an option like it was like yeah. very like that's we're gonna eat what we eat my mom like doesn't know how to her heart, but she okay. would like when we go home and we doordash she's like what yeah. She's like, There's, do I do I have to say hello? Do I tip them? I was like, no, it's on the app. She's like, thank you so much, good sir. I'm like, what? what good sir. My dad like chasing down the driveway. He's like, hey, man, that was so great. Thank you. Thanks. You did a great job. Good job. Thanks for dropping that off at our door. My daughter's real lazy. She's from Orlando. You know what I mean? Oh, my gosh. I love that. Yeah, yeah. no, we, we like Uber Eats. We're trying to lean away from it because these teenagers get expensive. They do. I'm up. like, you need nine sushi rolls, a boba tea, and... Oh, that sounds good. Can we get sushi for lunch? <laughs> Am I getting fed for this thing, by the way? <laughs> I guess I could feed you. It's like noon. We're getting sushi. We're going to eat on the floor. It's going to be like, delicious. Matt, get us some food. <laughs> Matthew. Matthew. We rebranded him. <laughs> we rebranded him. That's coming in another episode. <laughs> Stay tuned. All right. So we're going to we're gonna wrap this up because I actually, that sounds delicious. And I'm going to make her order me some sushi. <laughs> Uh, this is how I get paid now. Aww, I love it. Well, um, thanks for helping me really yeah. refresh my brand, refresh like where people really get to see me because I think um, that's my goal this year is to. I, I definitely have a tendency to come across very serious and business and CEO, and I love that part of me. But I also have this real raw side that I think a lot of females can really lean into. A lot of single moms, a lot of uh, females just trying to move up into leadership and. And I hate that somebody would tell you you can't have it all because you truly can have it all. It's just what is your definition of having it all, having that grace and um, understanding there's no balance, right? Yeah. There, there's truly the word balance doesn't exist when you're a mom and a wife and a, a running a business. So and just figuring out, okay, which one am I going to lean into today? What am I going to be really good yeah. at and suck at all I the other things? I could be a badass CEO today, <laughs> but I was not mom of the year. And then, but tomorrow I'm going to be mom of the year, a hundred percent. So I just understand. So good that. at work this this week, and I totally slept through and forgot to wake Jaden up for a field trip, and he missed. Perfect. <laughs> See, it's the only time, first time in his entire life. Yeah, uh, it's hilarious, and he'll yeah. probably never let you live that down. No, but it's it was, actually funny. It was fun. He overslept. He set his alarm too early, and then he shot too close to the moon and then he was like well I'm just gonna close my eyes and then I swear I woke up and heard the the garage door because he said he was gonna ride his bike I shouldn't have trusted him on that so I was like oh he's off what a good great kid and then I like went upstairs later to get the toddlers and he's like coming down I was like I swear I texted you and everything and it was in a dream I woke up in a dream he left and I texted him I was like have a great day sweet babe yeah and then, then none of that happened yeah and so we just I was like okay well sorry it's like oh well what yeah, happened and they're like even the other day I didn't even know Alex was off school like sometimes it's just you, you know we got it. We're doing you went, our, you went we're and doing you our best we are doing our best
Maybe we should change the name of the podcast. Just doing our best. Mediocre podcast. <laughs> We're going to try. Yes. Yes. I don't even know if I know how to edit this, to be fair. So this might just be all Giving of it. Giving it a try. Doing our We're best. Do our best. Your guess is as good as mine. Well, we appreciate you guys tuning in. And we will come to you with another episode here soon. Have a good one. Bye. Now I have to get up and like turn this on.